1: Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Elsa Wintercorn, owner of the home-based spa Solistic Touch. And she wants to inspire other people as well to understand that, hey, it is never too late and you are never too old to do what you really want to do. Hey, Elsa, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and meet you and, and share. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you.
1: Hey, you're welcome. Let's get straight into it then. So, hey, can you expand a bit more on, you know, where your business is today and the kind of people that you love working with?
2: Absolutely. So I'm going to be celebrating in March, which is just around the corner, 11 years of being a home-based spa. I, yeah, I'm super excited. It's, it's been a really beautiful journey. It's, I always feel that when things are meant to be in your path, mm. there's hardly any roadblocks or misdirections and things like that. So I'm 65. And when I, I was a past corp girl for almost 20 years, six months shy of turning 55, I had to make the decision for my soul. uh, to get out of the rat race. And Mm. I had no idea when I was doing this transition where I was going to go. I just knew in my heart that I couldn't do this anymore. I was, I felt like the mundane day to day. I wasn't excited to get up to go to work. I wasn't excited. I mean, I really liked what I was doing because I had I was a district manager of um, you know that hair industry where we we were the wholesale company that sold to estheticians, nail techs, and hairdressers. Sure. My job was driving southwest Ontario to 14 stores to manage the district, and it gets pretty old pretty fast when you feel like you're babysitting adults, <laughs> and. <laughs> And it was just, it wasn't inspiring for me anymore. And the weather in Canada, very unpredictable. And I remember driving, and this could have been my aha moment to say, oh my God, what are you doing? Like, you can't do this anymore. And I was driving to Owen Sand, which was three hours from London. And it was a whiteout and snowstorm. And it was getting there to prep for inventory. And I literally couldn't see the lines in the road. And I burst into tears and pulled over, called corporate and said, I am not going. I can't even see where I'm going. And that's not like like when I'm going to do, I show up no matter what. And I have driven in really bad weather before where I couldn't see the roads. And, you know, you do that pray of make all these commitments, (laughs) just get me home. And I turned, I pulled a Yui and I came back home and I was just, I was done. I was so like, what are you doing? Like, you're going to die driving to a a location to count shampoo and conditioners. Like this is, (laughs) I can't, I can't do this anymore.
1: That level of intuition, that level of listening to your body, listening to your story. I can feel it because when I can't see the road, when it's bad weather, I'm terrified. Um, I like to be in control. I like to see things now to not have that. I can feel your story, but for you to be able to fully take that on and say, no, it's almost like you hit that point where that's it. That was your trigger point. That was where your body was screaming so loudly that you could no longer, no longer ignore it.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And that, and I have described it like my, my inner soul was screaming at me to say, what are, you can't do this anymore. You've been wobbling for so long. I'd say for the last five years, seriously, I was wobbling of, but when you're in your comfort zone (laughs) (laughs) and you don't know what's outside of your comfort zone and you're 55, do you really, are hesitant to make these moves of change he, your your whole inside your soul is saying just do it have faith and do it you need to do this you can't do this anymore like it's not even an option yeah and so that's where i had to do that big move and you know thank you for my husband that is my rock and my true supporter and he was he saw that i was struggling for the last little while and he just said listen just take a break just just do nothing just hang out just figure it out
0: mm. but
2: the next thing you do make sure you love it you know and i'm like okay and so that i just it's
1: beautiful to have that that support you said about comfort zone so yes you had your comfort zone you know earning good money doing an industry that you enjoyed um you had everything to be able to like, if, if I lose this, ooh, what what could happen? But to also have that to find that that support, that new comfort zone, I think was a uh, you're lucky to be in that situation. We we kind of had that to be able to 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 do that and make that step. But what was it? Where was what almost holds you back? What was the hardest bit about taking that step?
2: My identity of Being this corporate girl and wearing this boss hat for almost 20 years, it was, who am I? Mm. I've been doing this for so long. Where am I gonna go? What like, you know, I've 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 worn many hats in my life, like all the way from starting work at the age of 14 and always working. Like I've always had a good work ethic. I've always You know, I've never strayed from that. I've never been lazy. I've always showed up. I've always done the do. And um, so, you know, I have was a hairdresser. I went to chef school, went to hairdressing school. So in my 20s, I went to chef school. In my 30s, I left the cooking world. I, it, it was not fulfilling. <laughs> and um, and it was just awful. And so I actually, when I left that, I met a girl at a pool party who owned a hairdressing shop and we clicked and she said, come work for me. And I'm like, come work for you doing what? And she goes, answer the phone, book, book appointments, wash a few hair, you know, just come. And I was there three weeks and I went, oh my God, I love this. This was so social. And Mm. so different from what I had done before that I was like, oh my gosh. So I signed up and went to hairdressing school and I was 30 at the time and a single mom and went back to school and all the students in school (laughs) were teenagers, 18, 20 max. And so I would hang out with the teacher and the owner on my coffee breaks. And at that point in time, I always thought, you know what, I'm going to own a hairdressing school. I really like this. This is where I belong. And, you know, so I did that. Um, you know, the hairdressing for eight years. In the meantime, where I bought my supplies was ending up being where I stayed for 20 years. Uh-huh. So I, I felt like I didn't choose that world. It kind of chose me.
1: It gobbled you up, right?
2: Yeah. You know, and you get into this driver's seat that somebody else is driving, and you really don't have a lot of choices of what you're, because you're a corp girl. So everything is high pressure, high stress. And yeah, and the whole hiring and terminating people didn't, I'm not, that's not. I'm really like, oh, I can't fire that person. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. So I had a lot of conflict, internal conflict on different levels in a corporate world. And, uh, you know, and then when my husband said, listen, just figure it out, just hover down and just whatever. But he didn't know that I was having these internal struggles with myself. I had 48 hours of shell Ooh, shock.
1: Let, let me jump in there, if, if you don't mind, because this journey as an entrepreneur, as a, as a business owner, can be a lonely, lonely one, even if you have the support around us. And it sounds like even before your journey, still in the corporate, what was it that made you unable to fully open up and share with, with your husband at the time? Because this is normal, by the way. We all hold things back. What was it for you
2: Um, to not really tell him that I was having identity crisis of who was I? Um, I just I think because we we put on this external face all the time of you know I'm good I'm good I'm happy I'm in control I know what I'm doing yeah it feels very vulnerable and I'm a Virgo too so I don't know if people understand that one but you know, we're very hard on ourselves and we are perfectionists. And when we're going to do something, we do it 110%. We don't just do it 50%. And Uh so for me to say that I didn't want to do this anymore, but I didn't know where I was going to go. I, I don't, I didn't like that uneasiness of so Not you almost didn't want to
1: admit it to yourself. You couldn't admit it to other people. You struggled to admit it to yourself, and that's what maybe kept you there for longer than you could have yeah. been.
2: Absolutely, yeah. I probably ten years too long <laughs> staying in the job. Uh, um, you know, because you 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 lose so- sight you lose sight a little bit, right?
1: It's it's so easy. It's so easy. To, we can't see our own, our own BS because we're too close to it. We can't see our own struggles because we're too close to it. Or maybe it's not that we can't see it. We don't want to acknowledge it. It's safer to be like, I'm going to park that over there. I don't want to look at that massive monster. Let's just focus because life is fine. Life's okay. We can justify anything. Mm-hmm. Or we can justify. So I want to turn the ship around because... We're all hearing your story about what happened and where you were and you know, the, the point to to sort of pivot and change and say, enough, <laughs> damn it, is enough. But we want to also inspire people to be able to take that step. Anyone at home listening is saying, not, that's me right now. Whether you, you've been feeling this for a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, mm-hmm. right now you have your home-based spa. you found the thing that you're like, I want to do that. So tell me about this transition, tell me about how the last 11 years have been for you as you've grown this business, your business.
2: Well, I'm very grateful. I I trust in the universe too. So I always believe that when you just tell yourself, stay open, be open and allow the universe to surprise you, it will. And so this is where, you know, my sister, who's an esthetician by trade, convinced me to go to uh, an aesthetic show in Toronto. And I was like, Oh, God, this is going to be painful. You know, uh, it's not my genre. It's not who I am. But I said yes. So I'm, Uh I'm learning to say yes, and just figure it out after and just see where the yes takes me. And so that was the aha moment. I ended up in a reflexology seminar. It was Doug Colborn who spoke for two and a half hours, and I walked out of there with this, oh, my God, I know where I belong. I know what I need. To, this is it. I'm going to start here. I don't know where it's going to take me. And I was so pumped and excited. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm looking at my sister saying, oh, my God, that was amazing. I'm going to start here. And she goes, start here what? And I said, I'm going to take a course in reflexology. And she went, you for real? Because I'm a hairdresser background, right? <laughs> and of course, I've never touched feet in my life. And um, and I went, yeah, I, I, I just knew. I just knew. Yeah. It was like this huge aha moment of this light shining on me. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never felt so centered and so focused. And I just knew. And, you know, I always say I wish other people could have this aha moment like i had because that was so powerful it was incredible Mm. i didn't question it i just knew and so this
1: this aha moment that so many people get it can be fleeting um elizabeth gilbert calls it the 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 tiger's tail chasing his tiger's tail of inspiration sometimes it's fleeting you need to come back yes i i do want it so when you had this inspiration, it, I'm sure it wasn't all buttercups and rainbows and it was like everything's perfect and plain sailing. What? Because we always find when we have this idea, there's challenges come up as well as opportunities. So for you, what challenges came up at that time that you had to reinforce and say, yes, I want this. Yes, I'm doing this.
2: Well, f- finding the right fit of a teacher uh-huh. to... to- and again, I believe the universe brought Catherine into my life. And she was an old hippie soul. And we just clicked. And she was teaching for um, Darcy Lane and Fanshawe College, but she also did teach from home. And I decided that I wanted to go to her home and be taught there. And, And luckily for me, there were three other women, basically, maybe not exactly my age group, but mature women. And they decided to do this as well. So it was a nice small group uh, that we were going to her home every day, learning how to do reflexology. And just the way she taught it was very layering and very, it just made sense. And everything was like, oh my God, I really think I can do this. And you know, in grade school, high school, I wasn't the honor roll student. I always had you know, on my report cards, if Elsa would just be quiet for five minutes, she'd have better grades. So so I I did have self-doubt about my capabilities of retaining this information and learning. And it uh, it was so powerful and enlightening for myself that I was grasping everything that she was sharing and teaching. And it was like, this information really resonated with me and I would come home and I'd have the whole kitchen table with this big easel and I would draw the full body with all the organs and everything. And it, it just stuck. And I'm like, Oh my God, look at me. Like I'm back at school. Basically I'm learning something brand new and it's sticking. And I'm, I'm actually smarter than I gave myself credit. And that was that was huge for me to be proud of my own capabilities and that I was willing to stumble through it a little bit and you know not be so hard on myself and be able to uh, look for support and answers and that just opened up all the other doors uh, learning for myself that I am a good student, mm. learning that I am capable of so much more than what I gave myself credit for. And since that I've taken multiple other courses, like I've just taken one course after another. And it, now now I'm hungry to learn. Now nice. I'm nice. Now I'm feeding the soul. Right. You're feeding your
1: soul. And and by and the output is you get to do the business that you that you love. I love the, the the when you're saying it being in flow being able to, I'm taking this, I'm doing this, it's, it's sticking. It just seems like it felt, I'm not going to say easy, because obviously learning and changing isn't easy, but it felt just a nice way of just being able to continue to, okay, what's next, what's next, what's next?
2: Yeah, it, it, um, it felt really nat- like I'm a natural student, that I really, did. I wasn't aware of that. You know, because yeah. my age group, you know, I was born in 1957, so my parents didn't get high school. They come from World War II. I'm the youngest of six. Uh, so just getting a high school diploma was the big, oh, my God, you know, also made it through high school. There was never any other... Uh, university was never even brought into the conversation so you for my generation leaving high school a lot of us my cousin for example got scooped up from a mutual life she ended up doing a summer job there and they interned her and as soon as she left high school she went there and she stayed there 30 years so you so she re-
1: sort of battling these these beliefs this conditioning the programming the just expectations yes. from your childhood, from, from your era. And that has almost been barriers that you've had to either consciously or, or unconsciously overcome.
2: Exactly. Like, and you know, and it was, um, it was Mark, uh, that interviewed me and he brought it to my attention. He said, you are from an era that didn't have the idea that you could do this and then do that for 10 years and then do this for 10 years and do this for 10 years. He goes, mm. you are not the normal <laughs> from that generation. And I'm like, I never, I always thought like, what, Yeah. why am I so different than my cousin, than my sister, than my, this, like, what is it that drives me to want to try something else and, and make that decision to go try it. Uh, Whereas I see people in my circle that just, and I know they're not happy, but they won't move.
1: Uh, Just one question on that. Can you, can you, I mean, when you said uh, it was your sister or your friend, that's when you did the reflexology, really, you want to do that? Did you find that you were, you were hearing their fears, their doubts, their concerns, their safety, rather than, what you wanted to hear.
2: Yeah, I was, I was actually kind of surprised by that response in the moment because I'm like, weren't you just in the same room as me and hearing the same thing as me? Like I was really uh, taken aback that yeah. her, her uh, experience was so complete opposite of what I experienced. Mm. I, was really sh- I was really actually shocked. And yeah, I think her fears, were of like you can't do a living doing reflexology right and you know and in the reality at the end of the day if you only now that I know because I went through all this uh taking different courses even my teacher Catherine when I was taking reflexology she said you do realize that if you want to make this a career and only offer this as one modality, you're not going to last long. She goes, this is very intense. This, the pressure that you put on your hands and your thumbs and your, like the whole arm. She said, you, I'm going to tell you, you should be taking other courses. And I, and I'm like, she taught massaging and she's convinced me to take aromatherapy. And I thought, okay, if I can't really massage because my hand I've never massaged before in my life. If I suck at that, at least I'll learn the aromatherapy essential (laughs) oil. I'll get something out of the course if this doesn't flow. And I, and again, just saying yes. And then that layered onto the next massage style and the next, and then, I'm so grateful that she educated me right away about putting yourself into that box, you know, of just doing one thing is not going to bring you all sorts of different clients because you're only offering this. And so that was really big for me that I was open to say, okay, I'm listening. So you're telling me I should add other modalities. And she's like, absolutely. And, you know, I had a few friends that took the business course with me, which, you know, again, you don't know exists. I kind of stumbled into that, Uh Uh, went to unemployment to find out about different. I mean, I've been employed for over 20 years. I don't know all the options that are out there. And as a mature student or mature, mature person trying to build a second career, is when I found out they offered a business course and my coach Itza was amazing and she helped me through so many different roadblocks of how to build a sustainable business that you don't have to have a brick and mortar like you don't have to go rent somewhere if that's not the option like That was part of the stumbling blocks for me, too, was, okay. so if I do this and my front room was my past office as a corporate girl. So I didn't visualize it as a spa room in that in that time frame. And it all just kind of came together as I'm going through the business course and I'm learning how to do market research. Who's your target market? Like all these things, you know? All the and fundamentals
1: is, of a business that you, yeah. I think you said it earlier, you don't know what you don't know. So it's all these yeah. different areas that you've been able to build onto and learn and seek help for. And I just want to sort of take that one step further. So as we go through your whole sort of time frame, we get to the, the present day. And so right now, what you've overcome so much, you've learned so much. What area are you focused on right now that is, Um, this is your challenge. This is your next hurdle to overcome in your evolution.
2: Turning 65, okay, makes you, and then, you know, COVID hit, right? And that makes us really reset to what's important. Mm. And with COVID hitting, it stopped me from, you know, pursuing other courses. I like to go in person for courses I don't want to do online. I'm a very much textbook in hand type of person. And so now I'm sitting here and it, I'm 65 and I'm like, it's never too late to, to switch gears and do other things. So I've, I have signed up for um, looking at being a coach myself. For um, Joe, I don't know if you know Dr. Joe Vitale and the Hopo Ono um, mm-hmm. theory. Uh, so I have prepaid for all these different. I think it's three courses, and the last one is hypnosis. So my my roadblock is, I've prepaid for these courses. I believe in myself that I could help others with their roadblocks, because of my life experiences. I still have a lot to learn. And I've been putting that on the back burner. And it's here. It's not too far off the back burner because it's right here. It's right here going, finish me, finish this because I don't like things that aren't finished I so tell me eats... tell me you,
1: you you finish these you complete these you put it into application and you then serve in the way that you're meant to serve what is that going to be looking like for you
2: well it's easy to uh switch gears with my spa. it's my spa clients that I hold me back because they're so near and dear to my heart and I know that uh if and when I make this decision to switch gears 100%, that I'm, you know, it's going to be sad. It's going to be a sad moment for me to no longer have my spa room for my spa room oh, yeah. and actually for this other journey that I'm looking to do. Um, possibly so what I'm hearing some is of it's,
1: it's been glorious. It's been beautiful having the transitions you've had from yes. you know, hairdressing at 30. Even though you're surrounded by other people, it's never too late. You're never too old. And then 55, starting your own business, Mm -hmm. starting something brand new. And now you're in your iteration. You're changing and evolving again through your passions, through how you can show up, what you want to do, how the world and technology will allow you to show up. It's a beautiful, beautiful open world, which is full of uncomfort and worry and doubt and all perceived safety so as you navigate all these all these challenges i wish you all all the very best as you uh, continue to keep on evolving yourself because it's been a beautiful journey so far
2: thank you i'm nick i am excited to move forward i just i feel that draw and so i know that feeling in my heart when i started this and left the old corporate so i know this feeling you know um that it's my it's my sole purpose right and love that I believe I can make a difference so that's where I'm going to focus on
1: well hopefully you, you're sharing your story today has helped other people to maybe understand what they're doing why they're doing it or be able to think hey I I want that. So thank you so much for sharing your story, sharing you. your nuggets of advice along the way. If people want to find out more about you, where can they find you online?
2: Well, I do have a link. I can I can send it to you. Um, Solistic Touch is my uh, spa name, and you can Google it. It shows up. I've been told that it shows up pretty quickly on the Google search engine in this area anyway um yeah i i'm uh i can send you the link i have a link that gives all the links of my social media like platforms where facebook instagram tiktok whatever so, um, good.
1: so wherever you listen to this podcast up down left right wherever it is look for the links you'll be on there and you'll find out more about elsa
2: yes and i look forward to being able to share your link and share who you and katie are and uh yeah, your journey is so exciting and it's uh, congrats to you hey, for making you. to make thank this you. move to Canada, to this side of the world where you get the snow.
1: <laughs> yeah, as a Brit in Michigan in the winter, it's like <laughs> this is this is not normal. This is next level <laughs> stuff. So it's <we're> still <laughs> acclimatizing. Hey, Elsa, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute thank pleasure. You.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Happy Friday.